Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, I guess that would be me. <laughs> Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show. We start off an entirely new week. Can, can you believe that Thanksgiving is a week from this coming Thursday? We were talking about that last night over dinner, and uh, I was asked a question, so uh, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? And I thought, Thanksgiving? It's summertime almost, and then looked at the calendar and realized, oh, wait a minute, uh, it is going to be, oh, it's really coming up soon, isn't it? So uh, we're going to do we're going to do what every good American family does. We're going to uh, pick up food at the, a local restaurant and bring it over to uh, Grandma's house and have a family repast, and then everybody is going to go off and do their evening Thanksgiving activities. And uh, I have been informed by my boss, Tim Winger, um, I have been suspended. <laughs> just, just kidding. I have been suspended the day after Thanksgiving. My brother Dick is uh, going to be doing the show after Thanksgiving. I really didn't get suspended. Please don't make that like a Facebook rumor or anything. But uh, it was nice of uh, Tim to take the initiative there and uh, give me the uh, give me the day off after Thanksgiving. I uh, much appreciate that. You have no idea because I don't know about you, but the day after Thanksgiving, typically that's the last time I feel like going into work. And you know what else I will tell you is that uh, I I don't know if you're a Black Friday shopper, but you know, right, how I feel about shopping. Shopping isn't my bag, baby, unless you're talking about uh, clothes shopping, specifically suits, in which case one goes to a tailor uh, and also got to get some new jeans and some new shirts and refresh the wardrobe and uh, give the rest to AMVETS or whomever wants to stop by and pick stuff up. That's uh, that's the big thing about uh, giving stuff away is uh, it's not so much the putting it together in a pile. It's the uh, driving it to the place where you are going to make a uh, donation. And uh, believe me, as I'm in decluttering mode, seems like I'm always in decluttering mode. Uh, it is a big, big help. But hopefully you had a wonderful weekend. Um, I hope that you uh, did everything that you were so inclined to do. Didn't get yourself into too much trouble. And, uh, you know, these I'll tell you that these, these nighttime games are kind of driving me a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say bonkers because then people get the wrong idea. But uh, they're, they're driving me a little bit. All right, they are driving me a little bit bonkers because football to me is 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock on a Sunday. 
what what is this Monday night nonsense? And for as much as Buffalo fans yearned for nighttime games and more time in the spotlight, for as much as that was a dream for many years, I don't know, even at this point in the season, they're getting kind of old. And then they did that sneak play where they went to London and they played a game there at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. But uh, anyway, hey, it is what it is, and it is entertainment. And uh, I know I mentioned this, uh, oh, last week or the week before, but I remember talking to Rambo Jim and, and you guys as well. Um, and, look, I am a big fan of uh, – <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Netflix um, and the Amazon Prime. Not going to lie, that's my leisure time, catching up with movies uh, and shows that I may have missed along the way. And uh, one of the movies that uh, I had not seen that I brought up with Rambo Jim from North Tonawanda uh, was 13 Hours, the story about Benghazi and the attack on our embassy in Benghazi by militant Libyan revolutionaries uh, way back when during the Obama administration. Um, and it's a very, very compelling movie. Uh, still need to do a little bit more research to figure out exactly how historically accurate it is. For example, I've talked about the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, and I don't usually watch sci-fi or a freaky kind of movies, okay? I laughed at the Exorcist because of the, um, because of the special effects in the in the, the Exorcist, thought they were just a little bit uh, under the top, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, it, for example, when I watched the movie, I immediately had to look up the guy who was featured in the movie and then realized, wait a minute, the movie plot never happened. This is false. Real guy, real human being, real position, chief exorcist of the Vatican, but the storyline all Hollywood and nothing but Hollywood. But I tell you, what's what's interesting to me anyway about movies and about the internet, and maybe I don't know, maybe you're in the same position as I am. I've often thought of myself as being a little bit weird with uh, certain things. But if, if I watch something online or if I see something on the internet, my immediate impulse is to learn as much as I possibly can about that particular subject. And it's a great way to expand one's breadth of knowledge. Uh, and it also helps a lot with Trivial Pursuit, if anybody ever still plays that. But uh, I, I want to know as much as I can about the reality. And for example, uh, many of you who listen to the show know I'm, I'm a big fan of the TV series Deadwood. And so what did I do after pretty much memorizing every episode is I went back and I looked up uh, the historical Deadwood and the differences between the TV show and reality. And a lot of the people in the Deadwood TV show, yeah, they were real people, but for dramatic purposes, they were given different um, personalities uh, than they allegedly had in real life. And back then, don't forget, 1870s, 1880s, the American West, people were concerned with, oh, I don't know, not being killed uh, in gunfights and not being killed by Native Americans and getting into a war with them because basically uh, the white settlers had 
totally violated the Fort Laramie Treaty, um, and the Native Americans had every right to be really upset with the pioneers moving into their area. So they did, I think, what any one of us would do on frequent occasions to the settlers, uh, whom they saw as encroaching upon their land. But uh, anyway, 13 hours, mentioned it last week with uh, Jim when he called in, uh, it's a very, um, I, I would say, entertaining, but people are going to take that the wrong way and misconstrue it into something it isn't. Uh, it was uh, it was illuminating, and it was uh, very um, captivating, and it was disturbing. I think that would be um, a very good word. But there is uh, another show that I, I have mentioned before, and I do want to mention it again. It just came onto Netflix a week or two ago, and uh, for those of you who are interested in uh, the mob and how law enforcement uh, combated the mob in New York City in the 1980s. Um, Netflix has a three-part series, and it's called Get Gotti. And it is, um, it's really good. There are some exceptions. They have this one woman on there uh, listed as a Gotti associate. And I'm just seeing that title, so-and-so, Gotti associate, I said, um, yeah, I don't think they're using the right word on that. I don't know that associate would be the word. Maybe friend, companion, uh, but probably not associate, not a woman, not in New York, not at that particular period of time. We're not talking about the Sopranos here and the woman who was the mob boss in Italy. So I thought that was uh, that was probably done for dramatic purposes. But all in all, Get Gotti is a very very informative um, documentary, and it's uh, uh, it, it's very, very well done. And there's nothing like hearing somebody incriminate themselves out of their own mouths, out of their own words, their own vocabulary, and uh, just very interesting because um, going back into that period of time in the 1980s, hey, look, I was a young guy in my 20s, and I didn't know my head from my butt, and uh, I never knew anything about uh, that world or the criminal underground or anything, and I knew a lot less about law enforcement uh, tactics in terms of uh, getting the bad guys. And it really, uh, again, it's a very, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a very eye-opening uh, program. Uh, eye-opening miniseries, which, uh, you know, you can check it out. certainly isn't for kids, uh, the language alone. And there are some uh, graphic videos uh, that were taken at the scene of uh, some of the uh, uh, some of the mob hits. And, and I guess the other thing I have is, uh, the, the other issue I have with Get Gotti is some of the photographs they show have nothing to do with John Gotti or the New York mob. They keep on showing a photograph of the Philly mob boss, Angelo Bruno, very famous picture of him uh, having been whacked in the passenger seat uh, in the front seat of a vehicle in which he was seated near his house. And, and that had nothing to do um, at least directly with John Gotti. I don't know why they kept showing that picture, but it bothered me. How come you're showing, why are you showing the Angelo Bruno hit in a series about John Gotti? Now, maybe if you're doing a series on Nicky Scarfo, I can understand it, but not John Gotti. So it's little things like that that kind of bother me, just, uh, just a tad. Yes, I'm a pain in the butt with whom to watch TV. I openly admit that. Pardon me, I must take a sip of my beverage. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm. Ah, zero calorie. Good for you. Good for what ails you. Now, uh, something that I wanted to get into last week, and I want to get into it today, is uh, do, do you return 
your bottles and cans, the the ones you pay currently the five cent deposit on, do you return those personally? It is, and I mentioned this last week, and you're not hearing a repeated show. I would never do that to you guys. But uh, to me, returning bottles and cans is one of the biggest pains in the arses of the modern era. And this is me. I walk into the I walk into the beverage place. Yeah, guess which one? Walk into the beverage place, and I've got arms filled with bag after bag of returnable bottles. And at a nickel apiece, maybe I leave with $17.25. And it hardly seems worth the effort. Now, there is talk about raising the deposit to 10% uh, per can and per bottle. Would that change one's mind? I don't know. It's still the same amount of work. Okay, so you double uh, getting back what you invested as a deposit fee, but I don't know that that's gonna that that's gonna really make a difference uh, in terms of how many people recycle. And this look, this might be a really stupid question, but it fascinates me because, like you, there are chores that I really don't like doing, and returning bottles and cans is one of them. No, it is not the end of the world. Yes, there are a lot worse things that you could be doing, like cleaning up the backyard after a dog's worth, after a winter's worth of dog poo. Yes, that can be very onerous and annoying. But as I do not have a dog, um, I will tell you that uh, taking the cans and bottles back is just, it's its one of those things where it takes time, your hands get sticky, you don't want to wear good clothes when you're doing it, and uh, I mean, there, there's a reason they've got hand sanitizer there and paper towels there, because you feel so incredibly yucky, and you can't even reuse, if you use garbage bags to store your bottles and cans before you bring them to the recycle place, you can't even reuse those bags, because they're st- they're too sticky. I suppose if you're really a skin flint, you could technically reuse them. But to me, eh, I'm sorry. They, they just go in the garbage. So let me just get this straight. I'm recycling plastic in bags made of plastic, and the bottles are supposedly going to be recycled, and yet the plastic bags in which I store the bottles prior to my taking them to the recycle place, those, for whatever reason, um... I feel no guilt whatsoever about throwing them out. Um, Do you, seriously, do you return your bottles and cans? Uh, Would you be more likely to do so if they slapped a 10-cent deposit on them? I mean, you're going to double your money. Of course, it's, it's your money. And I think ultimately the goal is, hey, you know what? If we keep uh, jacking it up, uh, we can basically take the money that people aren't getting back on their recycle and put it toward the state budget. That way we can give the illegals, instead of free laptops, we can give them free Rolls Royces down the line. I mean, why not? Nothing's too good for the illegals. Um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. And, and that brings us to uh, another issue, and it goes beyond the uh, the uh, deposit you put on bottles and cans. Uh, and, and that issue is recycling in general. And I am aware of some places in western New York, uh, some communities in western New York and some um, 
like patio home areas, that kind of thing, condo areas, where they no longer even accept recyclables. Oh, you've got empty glass bottles, put them in the trash. You've got empty plastic bottles, put them in the trash. And I've seen various news stories uh, online, and you can check them out too, about basically uh, recycling, the whole idea of recycling being a scam, except for paper. Paper for some reason, cardboard for some reason, recycles well. But a a lot of it is just just a scam, and it just ends up in a landfill or in the middle of the ocean anyway. Uh, 803-0930. In other words, it's feel good as opposed to doing good. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Linda in Riverside. Linda, you are on. Hello. Hi. There is a charity in Riverside, and um, they accept, they have a huge bin. They accept bottles and cans, plastic bag and all, and they get six cents per container as opposed to just getting five cents. And that is just so worth doing because I think sometimes every little bit helps with a charity. So thank you for asking this. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, that didn't really help us a whole lot, but uh, <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, you still, I mean, even, even if you're giving it to charity, uh, you still are making, presumably you're still making the drive complete with the car filled with bags full of um of plastic bottles and you still have to you know get out of the car and empty them presumably into the giant collection bin and how many of you have gone to some of the grocery store uh recycling bins and the minute you get in line it's like finally it's my spot in line and you start pumping the bottles in one after another and you get five bottles in and suddenly it's full. And then you have to notify somebody in the recycling office, and they've got to come in, and they've got to empty the big container and put a new one in, and it just it just takes forever, which is why I stopped going to the grocery stores, and I started just um, recycling uh, with the um, collection centers where you're dealing with a real live human being instead of a machine. Uh, and that has got to be, as far as jobs you would hate, I would think that being the person who has to sort through uh, and accept people's returnables has got to be one of the most horrible jobs in the entire world. Uh, but, yeah, as far as charities, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know, I'm a little bit leery about this, but um, I, I would be interested in, like, charities that actually pick up your bottles and cans because that would be easy. You put them on the front porch. And that's it. You don't have to worry about getting basement dust on your car seats. Um, it might not sound like a big deal, but you know, think about, I'm sorry, I think about all the room uh, that sometimes is taken up by bottles and cans in these giant garbage bags or contractor bags and uh, all of the junk that accumulates on the basement floor. And uh, is it really worth the effort? I mean, if you are aware of any legit charity, we have Tanner check it out because Tanner didn't have have enough to do, uh, that will actually come and pick up your stuff. Um, I think it would be a great, easy way for charities to make money because I think most of you, certainly, I think most of you are probably in the same boat as I. Although, look, we may have some people listening for whom that $20 in refundable money is, uh, is a big deal. Uh, for me, I have to weigh the convenience versus the work, and the equation just doesn't work out, not even if they put it up to a dime. 
uh, would it would it work out? I I do it. I do it. But uh, I must confess, I do it grudgingly, and I sometimes wonder if I'm a sucker. Do you recycle your uh, <clears throat> refundable bottles and cans? Is that something you do? I'm curious. I would like to know. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And as I mentioned last week, too, uh, I, I don't have anything, but I keep hearing from people who say there are two things going around. Number one is um, the uh, coughing and stuffed nose thing, uh, and the other one is the lower GI thing. So if it's been racing through your family, just know you are not alone. The only answer I have for you, this is a non-doctor answer, stay away from all little kids because they're nothing but germ machines, especially when school starts up again. Oh my goodness. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBN. So, do you recycle anything? Do you recycle the refundable bottles and cans, which sometimes can be a little bit uh, confusing what is and what is not recyclable? Um, if you are with a charity, I was thinking that what you could do is call Tanner Saunders uh, at the numbers, and then Tanner can verify that you are who you say you are uh, before I put information out there that uh, would be incorrect. I always like to be very careful uh, about that because I don't want to get in trouble, and I don't want to see anybody else get in trouble. 803-0930, but uh, yeah, don't, don't give me a name until we verify everything. Unfortunately, not only am I a prisoner of the clock, but uh, I also have certain... Uh, legal considerations that I always have to keep in mind, and I hope that you understand why uh, there's a very good reason for that. Here is Chris on uh, Grand Island. Chris, welcome. You are on WBEN. Hey, Tom. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey, 
you know, I can uh, I can remember back in the day when I was a kid, and we used to have milk <laughs> delivered uh, by the dairy. And if we, if we bought three containers of milk, we'd put three bottles out, and they'd bring us more milk, and we'd always put those containers out for pickup. Uh, that's really probably about the last time that uh, anyone I know ever actually recycled or reused any containers. Recycling, yeah, I do that. I have a trash uh, receptacle for recyclables, but all of the containers that uh, for soda and beer and whatnot, the deposit fee is just a, it's just a nuisance that I consider built in. You know, I pack it into the cost of the product to double it. Seems like it would be a ding to the to the industry. You know, uh, that's an interesting word you use, nuisance. Uh, I, you know what? There's part of me that says that's a darn good word because that's exactly how I feel about it. Right on. Hey, I'll tell you what. By now, in this day and age, I don't understand why some bright engineer hasn't revolutionized the industry for carbonated beverages, beers. Um, juices, water. Why isn't there a set of, rather than recyclable, but reusable containers, uniform containers, every every beverage producer and distributor would use? Oh, that would have been a big hit. That would have been a big hit during COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, but they, that would we, that would that, that would certainly give me that that would motivate me to make sure that a reusable container. That had, you know, it, it wouldn't matter what the deposit cost on that would be to me, because it would be something that, sec- by second nature, I would just, I would just, ex- you know, I would automatically expect to return the broad the, the container. Yeah, you know that. I'll tell you, I, I don't. Maybe somebody in the industry can explain why that is not a good idea. But on the surface, I like the idea. And remember, it is my show, and if I screw up, I do it on my own. So I'm going to name a brand, even though I don't like when other people do. But I take respons- I take responsibility for what I say. But the Poland Springs water bottles are, to me, worse than a horror movie. And I say that right. because they are so incredibly thin. And you have a Poland Spring water, a, a bottle of water, you drink it, and you put it on the bed table next to you, and at 3 in the morning, pop! And, and right. it's just, it is so startling. I don't know how they possibly make plastic that is that thin. Right, right. That's interesting. Even the, even in commercial, uh, you see a lot of water fountains in commercial uh, buildings today that they where they put a, a water bottle refill on the on the yes. drinking fountain. Yes, and a lot of people use them. I remember, I mean, Tim Wenger and I joke about this all the time. I mean, you would think that we're a bunch of camels living in the desert, the way we walk around with our bottled water all the time. There was actually a time before bottled water, and uh, the stuff that I have been drinking, but uh, my wife is. Uh, uh, she has raised flags of protest is uh, vitamin water, zero sugar. So when my current consignment is consumed, I have been ordered to switch to uh, ice water with uh, natural lemon inside. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just, just saying. I walk into a convenience store and I see the, uh, the, the myriad of all the different bottled beverages and all the different containers they just scratch my head and i'm thinking there's got to be a better way i can just imagine the explosion of uh of uh of you know cool chilled uh beverage 
dispensers that every home would have. You know, like a K cup coffee maker became universal. You know oh. that um, that that uh, that that seems like it'd be really cool to me. Anyway, long time listener, I love your show. Thanks. For I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. And I, I like I like the idea. And maybe somebody can explain uh, why that is or is not uh, a good idea. The reusable containers and. Uh, those of you who buy a house that was built before, let's say, 1970 or so, uh, there's a little box on the side, usually by the side door, and it was called the milk box. It, it, and it was, it was, I'm sure, sided over when your house got sided, but that is where the seal test guy or whomever used to drop off the bottles of milk, and then you'd take them inside and put them in the refrigerator, or if you're really old school, the ice box. And then I, I'm not sure exactly um, when the milk delivery business got put out of business and when and how milk was somehow put into grocery stores i'm a little bit foggy on that part of history so maybe uh, there's got to be a bottle expert out there or a milk industry expert out there listening who can explain that because it's one of those things i'd like to know sometimes i think about it and i always forget to look up what the cause was let's go to tonawanda and this is uh, joey joey you're not you're not the joey from the old uh, supermarket commercials all grown up are you not at all. I just I thought what I'd I want ask. To say is that there are different degrees of people who have limited income, Social Security, old timers, and if you go out and you become a canner, meaning you take it seriously, you can make eight, nine, ten, and more thousand a year by going out diligently every day. You have your people that hand you bags. You have sites where they golf, where they play sports. Uh, Buffalo Bills game, 70,000 people. Each person throws away approximately 8, 9, 10, 12 bottles apiece. Do the math. You can bring in two, $300 if you have a group of people to go out there with you. Or you can do it yourself, make uh, 100, 150, which I do. But so, g- given, given, the limited, given the limited storage capability of your vehicle, uh, is you it a truck. worth it? You get a truck, and you guess what? You go at uh, halftime before the crowds leave and you dump it off at the dump sites, and you go back, and you can go back the next day and still make more. If you want to do it and make it worth your while, it can be done. That's all I'm telling you. Not everybody many, is uh, a, a person who makes a lot of money. Some how, people how, make 20000 10000 on Social Security. Guess what? If you make another ten during the year uh, by canning tax-free money, guess what? It's worth its while. Is that what, is that what it's called, canning? You're a canner. You go out every day, which I do, every day. And I go, and if you see spots where you know a bartender, they'll give you a couple of bags. You know uh, where the softball games are. You know where the parks are, where they have pavilions. Guess what? You can make eight, nine, ten grand without even batting an eye. But yeah. if you do it like you do it, you drink them yourself, you take them back, it's a pain in the butt, then no, nobody wants to do that. No, and I well, see you obviously... Obviously, you, you take it you take it very very seriously. Do you also? And I'm not I'm not asking this to be a jerk. Okay, just understand that. Um, but do you also garbage pick? Do you? Um, I do not go, go through... into people's yards. I've talked to the police about it. There's ordinances everywhere. Certain places you can dump the can over and get them as long as you don't leave debris and as long as you shut the lid when you leave. They look right. the other way. The Grand Island uh, Sheriff's Department told me. Go ahead and do it. Just don't make a mess. 
Tommy I mean, like Tonawanda when, when, police told me, go ahead and do it. Just don't make a mess. When you see There's somebody's old yes. when you see somebody's old grill, for example, on garbage night, do you stop and pick it up or somebody's old oven? You can go out and collect I don't I didn't hear exactly what you said, but you can go out and collect anything and everything. If they tell you stop, then you stop cease and desist. If they let it go and look the other way, you can grab hundreds of dollars on aluminum, copper, brass, whatever. But just speaking of bottles, if you do it every day, all day, and God bless the guys on the west side that go around with shopping carts with 10 bags tied around each bag to $10 contractor bag, they make good money. They just don't talk about it. But don't mess with their route. You'll be <laughs> every, on your butt. You'll be every, on your butt looking up. Everybody's got territory. Is that how that works? There you go. Territory, route, call it a route, whatever. I got my route, but I got a vehicle. Wow. Some guys don't. How do you how do you establish hegemony over a given area? You go there and tell the people, this is my route, brother. I've been punched before. I sucker punched them back after they hit me. No, mine wasn't a sucker punch. I was sucker punched. You just tell the people, I've been here three years, don't come here, and if they do, you end up in a fist fight. That's the way it is. Wow, this is uh, this is serious you, business. You go to the Bills game right now, and you want to see how it is. You can make a young fellow with a young niece or nephew do three hundred dollars. Just rent a nineteen dollar U-Haul. Uh, being a disabled vet, I park for free, which means that I don't have to pay anything to be there for ten, twelve, whatever, how many hours I can stay overnight if I want. And you can just keep on going as long as your legs allow you. Because you're a young man compared to me. When you're in your 70s and you go around and make 100, 150, guess what? At the end of the day, you're satisfied. But you don't do it just one day. You just don't limit it to the Buffalo Bills. There's people that play pickup hockey, which you know that is. Town of Tonawanda Arena, Saberland. Of course, of course. Those guys drink beer after every practice, every pickup game. You can make another $5, $10 just walking in a a, a hockey, hockey room and see what they've left. And there's, in the summer softball games, it's unbelievable what the 20s and 30s drink. Well, I want to hear so, I want to hear what some other people have to say. Joey, thanks a million for your time, you man. I appreciate, I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, now, there's, I, I wonder how many other serious canners we have listening to the show. And, boy, I've, I haven't done this show in 20 years, but how many of you are professional garbage pickers? And I don't mean that in some negative way. I mean – why would I look down on somebody who does that for a living? I don't look down on anybody who does anything for a living. Well, I mean, crack dealers to little kids. Yeah, okay, that I'll draw the line there. But um, there's nothing wrong with with making money in a way that you see fit that is absolutely legal. Uh, last I checked, that's uh, American enterprise in action. Eight oh, I mean, I'm just I'm too lazy. Um, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you recycle your recyclable uh, deposit five cents on your cans and bottles? And like I said, the Poland Springs bottles are so wafer-thin. Can't tell you the number of times they've startled me by popping in the middle of the night. Uh, Here's Deb in Buffalo. You're on WBEN. Hello, Deb. Hi. How are you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I couldn't resist when you said that you had an issue with taking your cans and bottles and how sticky and dirty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I have a remedy for that. We do, re- we do recycle. Um, the store that we purchase them from or another grocery store, we take them back. But 
to alleviate all the mess, we rinse out our cans and our bottles. We have a designated place that we put them, which is in a huge plastic bag. So we don't deal with the stickiness because everything is well rinsed. And I reuse my same bag. I don't toss it down in the basement. And so that solves that problem. I don't go to these recycling places because they are awful. But do you but, okay? Um, but do you ever wonder, my my love? Do you ever wonder about whether the fresh water you are taking from Lake Erie to wash out the residue from your cans or bottles is environmentally worth washing out the cans or bottles? I wonder about that. Well, I'm sure that that is something for the environmentalists to worry about, considering <laughs> the fact that we do have a problem with Lake Erie and the mucky muck. But um, we rinse, even my dishes, I rinse them out. I don't have a dishwasher. The dishwashers are myself and my husband. So we rinse out our dishes before we wash them by hand because we don't want all that gook in our dishwater. So it's just something that we've always done. You know, we have a whole little system set up of how we go about even my wet garbage. I don't put it in my can. I have a designated can for that. And so that solves the problem. Well, you know, something else that you might consider, and I don't know if this is going to work for you because it doesn't work for me because my sleeves end up getting all goopy. But uh, I have surgical gloves that I got uh, on one of my trips over to Sheridan Surgical. They're good friends of ours in the radio station. And, uh, and I put those on sometimes. But like I say, when you reach into the bag, okay, so your hands don't get sticky, but the sleeves of the coat you're wearing get sticky, and it's still yucky. But I don't have that problem because I've already rinsed out everything. So there's nothing yucky or sticky in my recycling bag. Everything is clean. I can take my bag home. I put it back in the same spot, and I put my bottles and cans in that same bag that's not sticky because it's just not because I've taken measures to prevent that. So I don't have to wear surgical gloves. I don't have to go through all of that. I've nipped the whole thing, my husband and I, in the bud. And it, it works for us. I mean, it may not work for everybody, but that's a step in a direction that somebody may want to take. You know, it is an extra step, yes. but to alleviate all the gook and the, all of that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what we do. So, Deb, do you, um, but between your, like, there's, you know, basically, there, there's just me. I'm the one who drinks the beverages with the returnable bottles, and basically, Three to four months of beverages, I'll end up with somewhere around $20. And I think to myself, is this really worth it? But to you, what do you what do you typically get back? Well, you know, we, we get pennies on the dollar, of course. But see, every time we go to the supermarket, which is at least once a week, we just make sure that we take the cans and bottles with us. So we don't let them pile up. Yes. So that's, that's... the other remedy to that. We, did, don't, did we I... just don't let them pile up. Deb, and we drink uh, a lot of water. And I agree good. with you, too, about that Poland Springs bottle. I do drink <laughs> Poland Springs water, and it is very thin. So I said, and, after you said that, I said, gee, I wonder if the rest of the, the bottles are as thin as that particular one. Oh, but Aquafina. No Aquafina is pretty thick. The Aquafina is definitely thick. The Poland Springs, that is definitely very, very thin. And tell me, oh, Deb, yeah. that you that you and your husband have been awakened at 4.15 in the morning by a Poland Spring bottle on the nightstand deciding to pop as the air expands or contracts. 
No, because we usually, we, we don't drink in the bedroom. So oh. we solve that problem, too. And so it's not on the nightstand. We usually make sure that we consume all of the beverage in the can. If we don't consume it all, um, come over and organize we it, you know, we'll put it away or whatever. But usually, um, if we haven't finished our water, we just sit it on the counter. I don't have that uh-huh. problem. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate uh, your call. Uh, let's see. <laughs> My wife has just sent me a text. $20, that's half a tank of gas or a small beverage at Newark Airport. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She she is extremely thrifty. Uh, thrifty. Uh, that's all I will say about that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.